All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Champagne and Lobster. We are here today with um, your host, Jonna French of Jonna Knows Good Food. That's me. And then we're going to be spending a few minutes picking the brain of Freddie Stephanie of the Pop-Up House. Um, we're so glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yeah, so tell everybody a little bit about what the Pop-Up House is, who you are. Um, so the Pop-Up House was founded um, four years ago now, mm-hmm. and I'm just focusing on styling so I'm doing fashion mainly lifestyle so it includes fashion food and interiors okay but we just and and it's purely editorial like Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not doing any sort of private styling Mm -hmm. session or anything like that but purely focusing on editorial so anything from magazines to lookbooks or or lifestyle you know website etc Okay, cool. So how did you get into styling? How did I get into that? Um, I, I was a fashion and a lifestyle PR for mm-hmm. over 10 years. And which, mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in PR, there's loads of different windows, obviously. And one of them very much focuses on styling. Like you'll, you'll be asked by your clients to sort of put together lookbooks, et cetera, et cetera. So I was doing that anyway mm-hmm. and then realized I was actually quite good at it. So I used to get off gigs on the side. And then really decided to sort of pick up on, uh, to sort of focus um, on this area for a little bit, and it sort of picked up. So mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it sort of it was very organic. It was a very organic growth. Sweet. Now, have you always been a fashionista, like since you were a kid, or like is this something? Was I see? I don't like this term fashionista <laughs> because instantly people sort of start to roll their eyes. Or I was always into clothes. Like okay. my mum, my mum um, used to make cl- you know some of my clothes when I was little, and so was my grandmother. And I have a true ap- appreciation for the craftsmanship. So yeah. in that respect, yeah, I, I, I think I am a fashionista, but I don't follow trends or unless it's for work. I don't no. follow personally focus trend or anything like that I think as you grow and evolve you do mm-hmm. sort of realize that there are some shapes that sort of fit to the you, you know your body and mm-hmm. others you need to stay away from so I go for you know what I know would sort of fit me rather than follow trends because I think it's a little bit ridiculous no I, I totally <laughs> understand that's funny because the way you feel about fashionista is the way I feel about the word foodie right I hate it it's right so, like because everyone's like oh I'm a foodie and I'm like right. well, what makes What's you a foodie it, yeah like, what is that really okay so what did you have for breakfast what did I have for breakfast? Uh, I can't even remember. What did I, oh my God, I had leftover. I made this tattoo last night mm-hmm. and it's always better the day after <laughs> I had that for breakfast. Oh, sweet. I love it. I got all my veggies in today. Okay, that's good. That's what's up. I, I just had a bag of Lay's potato chips, so I, I need veggies right now. It's the season. I mean, it's about to become, you know, more and more interesting from the, from the vegetable and fruit point of view so no very true now what's one of, like I know you're doing a lot you do a lot of different styling sessions so like you said food and fashion what's been one of the most memorable or the most memorable styling session that you've ever done uh there's been quite a few actually I think the one with celebrities are always quite interesting because mm-hmm. you just it's always a hit and miss sometimes mm-hmm. they're really nice sometimes they're really horrible mm-hmm. I've been lucky that I've only worked with really nice celebrities so mm-hmm. I think the one with Rihanna was really interesting for me because she's a she's a Caribbean baby as well so we just got yeah. along straight away yeah. um but she's also a very nice <laughs> girl and she's open to new ideas I also really enjoyed the shoot that I did with Drew Barrymore, which was mm-hmm. one of my first shoot working with a celebrity. Again, really down to earth girl, 
um, really into her fashion, yeah. so that was re- also really exciting. And then the food is completely different. Obviously, you've got a different dynamic because you don't have to interact with your subjects, mm-hmm. or you do have to interact with them, but still with still subject. You cook them mm-hmm. and you chop them up. Um, but it's always it's always a bit of a challenge with food because. I found it personally more challenging than fashion, maybe because I've been doing fashion for a much longer period of time. Mm-hmm. But food is has got such a short um, lifetime in front of the lights that mm-hmm. you have to work really quickly, mm-hmm. and then it, it reacts differently to certain lighting. So, so mm-hmm. it's more of a challenge, but it's exciting as well. Now, do you have like photographers that you're like, okay, this one is like, wait, like I'll enjoy working with this one over the other? Well, it's like you been, said, the, the speed of things. Sure, yeah. Well, some photographers, well, most photographers mm-hmm. specialize in in specific areas, so they mm-hmm. either do fashion or food, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's been a, it's been a, a challenging journey in in DC because I came here and I didn't know anyone, so I had mm-hmm. to sort of discover the market as I went along. I work regularly with the Washingtonian magazine, so mm-hmm. they and they, you know, the picture director over there mm-hmm. is amazing mm-hmm. Anna and she she's always she's new to the area as well she used to work in New, in New York so she always sort of looks for the new you know mm-hmm. a new photographer to sort of introduce to the brand mm-hmm. so I've been meeting quite a lot of people through her mm-hmm. um, but generally speaking I've just going I've been going through a referral mm-hmm. and then realize what people's strengths are and yeah. Now you said like you you came to DC. You're completely new. Yeah. What like how did you get in the market? Like how did you even get in the scene? I'm wondering. Okay. I've been here forever, so I'm like I don't, I'm like what is how did like? I get in the scene? Well, I'm I'm a go getter, but not in an aggressive way. Like mm-hmm. I, I love meeting people, mm-hmm. and I also have a very strong PR background. So mm-hmm. I think. I, whether I'd like to admit it or not, I was mentally trained for it. Yeah. So I just got here and I, I sort of, I think this is where I think social media is amazing mm-hmm. in that respect because it's sort of, I went through social, the local social media, social media scene and realised who the key players were. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, do, who are the people I should, I should sort of interact with to sort of mm-hmm. get my mm-hmm. work out there. Contacted them, booked a few meetings. For example, that's exactly what happened with the Washingtonian. I just, I just. Mm-hmm found people on social media, sent them my work, mm-hmm. you know, they'll they'll book me in for a meeting and then I'll just basically present my work and, and then we'll take it from there really. And it's been really successful. Amazing. <laughs> I love this. Do you guys hear this? This is great advice for anybody trying to come my, to You DC. just have to go. Like, I don't think anyone should be intimidated by you know, a photographic director in the magazine. We're all human beings. Yeah. Go in, be confident and present your work. And then, and then if you, you know, you'll get an interaction with you. We, we all, we all human beings. So just, just don't be shy about, you know, showing your work and this is how you become successful. No, absolutely. I love it. So, and that's how you met Jay Williams, which is our common friend. Yes. Shout out to Jay. She's <laughs> an excellent photographer. Yeah, in she's the an area. amazing photographer. Yes. So, so you met, that's how, yeah, like you said, getting to know people. In the we night. actually met through a friend in common, but okay. um, Jay's a really good photographer. We went to, she came with me. I went to the Caribbean, home to the Caribbean last winter, and she mm-hmm. came along as well. And it was really interesting to have her on on board because she completely she took obviously amazing pictures but mm-hmm. in a very different way from the pictures that I would take I'm not a photographer in any way shape or form but yeah. I just like to capture sort of moments mm-hmm. and her interpret- interpretation of the island is actually quite spectacular so. now, speaking of island what island are you Martinique from? it's wow. in between it's a French island it's in between um, Dominica and St. Lucia yes it's on my list yeah it's, it's amazing on my list it's, you see here all the time I thought you were coming from the UK yeah that's what yeah because well it's a, in the 
and it's a bit of a long story, but I was raised in mm-hmm. Paris, mm-hmm. Um, but I lived in London for the major part of my life, hence okay. the accent, and I obviously regularly go home, so Got to you. the Caribbean. I mean, London is home as well, and so in Paris, but, you know. Wow, it's, like, on two different sides. That's, like, awesome, like, amazing weather in one space, and yeah. then, like, I mean, you get good weather. I, I mean, I still think, although I was raised in Paris, I still think London is the best city in the world. Oh, I love London. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's like... One of my favorite cities. I went there. I went there by myself. It's a great city to travel solo Absolutely. for anybody that's looking for a trip like that. Yeah. Okay. Spam imitation crab meat or sardines out of the can. Oh, sardines without <laughs> doubt. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. You're like, no, no, no. That's see. It. I'm still. I. I'm. I've never tried spam before, but it mm-hmm. scares me. Like, <laughs> so I don't want to go anywhere near it. I will try it eventually, but I just think it. The colors of fitting, the packaging is terrible. Sardines are amazing. <laughs> and they typically they come in very good, very good packaging as well. <laughs> that is hilarious, yes. And you know, it's like all over. Um, Spam is like all in Hawaiian food. So yes. if you ever try that, that's what you gotta order. All right, okay. <laughs> so now, when you're prepping for a shoot, I just, I'm really curious to know, like, what do you, what's your theme song? What are you thinking in your head as you're prepping? Oh God, it, ver- it really varies on the mood. Like at the mm-hmm. moment, I'm going through a phase where I'm listening to a lot of classical music at the mm. moment. Um, mm. I was convinced when I was there's a story behind it. When I was mm. little, I was convinced I was going to be the first um, black uh, international black ballerina. Never happened. <laughs> but occasionally, I just sort of get all the songs out. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, but it's also I also found classical music incredibly relaxing. So whenever uh-huh. I'm going through like a very what well, I know it's going to be a very challenging shoot, mm. I'd like to sort of calm myself down and mm. get myself together and prepare emotionally for the shoot although you never know how, which way it's going to go but any particular artist that you're like listening to right now or? no um oh my god I'm so much of a I don't know a lot of what's going on at the moment in the music scene mm-hmm. I think it's because I'm I'm detoxing I've been detoxing in fact for the last three years because okay. when I used to work in PR we were heavily involved mm-hmm. you know in all the the music and entertainment mm-hmm. world and and I, it, I came to a saturation so I tried to sort of cut everything off and then sort of rebuild myself again. So I'm listening to a lot of songs that I used to listen when I was in my twenties actually. So a lot of nineties hip hop and R and B which I think is the best era. Oh nice. Um, a lot of that and like I said a lot of classical music and I go through phases where I listen to nothing else but Eric Abadou and Jill Scott. Oh I love it. I love old school Jill Scott. Oh my gosh. She's such a she's She's a classic. She's a classic and it's funny because one of the biggest regrets I have from college is she came to my school for ten dollars. Oh my God! I mean, I didn't have any money, so it was like, yeah, like. But now it's like I, I would have, right? what I would have sold, done to get that ten dollars, like knowing what I know now. Yeah. Oh. oh my God, no, she's amazing. Yeah, no, she's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So now you've worked with a lot of celebrities and fashion icons. Yeah. Who is like the one person who is like completely had the opposite personality than what you anticipated? Um. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. No one really. And I think I also think celebrities are, um, um, I mean, I also worked in music PR for a mm-hmm. little bit. 
And most of the time, what's really frustrating is most of the time celebrity get, celebrities get really bad reputation, but not because of the way they behave, but mm-hmm. because of their agents or their entourage. Mm. Like I remember having to deal with certain celebrities and um, being like, actually, you're lovely. But yeah. before you get to the celebrity, you have to go through like a, a barrier of, of, yeah. of sort of... Um, how do you call them? Of, of management, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they they the one who are really fussy, and they put they give a, the, you know the artist a mm-hmm. really bad name. I haven't. I also think that I'm quite an open person, and I just I mean I swear a lot. I tend to make people feel comfortable yeah. very easily. But it's all about the energy. I've never met anyone in that industry who was really horrible to be. Fair. Well, no, even somebody that was like, what about somebody that was like completely like you thought they were gonna be a little stern, but then they're like the biggest jokes are on set. Oh, Betsy Toe, maybe. Okay. She was lovely. Like she, can, she's a bit. She can be quite scary. Although I think she's, you know, she's she's just <clears throat> very comfortable. <clears throat> but she was lovely. Like I've never ever met someone who actually blew me away was Annie Lennox. Mm. Um, we did we did a festival with her mm-hmm. and and she was just such a lot. I mean, she's a, she's an amazing singer and performer anyway. But she's such a she has such a generous heart. Oh, and God. and Alicia Keys was amazing as well. She's just given birth. And I met her, and she was just, and I, 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 I mean, I'm not a mother, so I don't know what sort of hormone to go through, but mm. she was just so, again, generous and welcoming, and so, you know, I haven't, I genuinely haven't met anyone horrible, to be honest. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, shout out to Alicia Keys, horrible. <laughs> uh, that's, that's great to hear, because, like you said, like I said, you've worked around a lot of celebrities, so, like, I've just always wondered, like, is there, like, someone that you're like, man, they're actually, like, you know, they come across on the screen yeah. very serious or stern, yeah. but then they're like actually behind the scenes no, like I think super fun what like... people don't realize is mm. it's i mean the music industry is a horrible industry and especially oh, you know yeah, people yeah. focus mm. people point out fashion as being you know the industry where all your insecurities come out etc the entertainment Mm. business is the the music business is Mm. absolutely horrible and Mm. i think most of these people don't want to stand in front of a camera or Mm. having people you know shouting their name or grabbing you know touching them on the street Mm. etc etc it's because you become quite defensive Mm -hmm. i mean you know there's been opportunities where i sort of walk with one of celebrities you know my friends in Mm. the street Mm -hmm. and then people start taking it's really it's really um Seems very intense. It, well, it, you feel like you feel oppressed, and I, I, I'm typically, they, typically the artist is okay, and I'm the one who's just like, what, what do you want? <laughs> you get because it's, it's, it's not natural. Yeah. You know, it's not natural to walk down the road and being recognised, and people shout, you know, for people to shout your name, and blah. it's not natural. So, yeah. I don't know. I just don't think it's a very nice, and I mean, it's a nice industry, as in it's a creative. Mm-hmm. But as a, as an individual, you, it takes a certain person to sort of be able, being able to put up with it. Which industry do you find this like the least like I guess aggressive or intimidating or like you know versus like fashion, entertainment, food? Well, I think I think it's it's they all have this sort of little bit of it's they little niche areas where people mm-hmm. sort of. Like food is the one that I, not that I enjoy the most, I think I like them, Mm -hmm. you know, all the same, but they can all be stressful. It depends, it depends on the situation. It depends on the project that you're working on. People would, you know, initially when I started working on food, I was just like, oh my God, this is brilliant. Like you Mm -hmm. work with the, you work with the model who doesn't talk back, who doesn't complain and blah, blah, blah. But there are different challenges Like you have to work a lot quicker and Mm -hmm. the photographer needs to know what he's doing. You know, there's no faffing around. 
That's so funny. That's one of the reasons I tell people I love the food industry because yeah. it doesn't talk back. Because oh. <laughs> I worked in music for a bit too, right. and I felt the same way. I yeah. was just like, this is such a shady industry. <laughs> like, it's very much so. Very I mean, it much. was comment. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. And then that's when I said, oh, I was like, I will never. Yeah, like, there's a couple of times I thought about dibbling down, and that's only because it was like, okay, look, I'm completely looking for like another job in my yeah. other industry that I worked yeah. in, which is law. And I was like, I might go back, but I was like, no, 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 actually rethink that. Go back to where you started, which is you know, where you are good at is food. So I totally get it. Now, I know the things that you like to do. What do you not like to do? What do I not like to do? Well, I think I've been, you know, since I've moved here, it's just been so challenging for me because people talk about the cultural shock as in mm. a bit of a joke, mm-hmm. but I've really, I mean, I, I experienced it since I moved here and I'm really struggling with it still. Mm-hmm. So I don't like, although I've had, I've had to do a lot of mingling mm-hmm. and networking mm-hmm. since moving here, but one of the things that I think people who sort of got to know me since moving here is that I, I actually dislike playing what they call the DC game, oh which God, is yes. all about, you know, walking around the room and pretending you like everyone, etc., etc., and and, mm-hmm. and and realizing actually that it is part of the game. I'm a very authentic person. Mm-hmm. So I've never put myself in these situations anyway. I genuinely go into an event or when I, I don't do networking in any way, shape or form. I mean, not in, like, as in, in the, you know, an event that's specifically put on to networking. Yeah. You know, I go to events and then I, I always find something to talk to people about. Yeah. But they're always genuine conversation. I don't like talking for no reason no, if you're not in without having a genuine interest in an individual. Like I said, it always goes back, like I said, to being human beings and yeah. and I don't do fake very well. Which I you know, it's a big thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. DC is very and I can imagine I don't know what the fashion fashion industry is like in DC because I work more in food. Yeah. But um and food's a little more definitely like um I more feel like it was back. organic. Yeah. yeah. It's organic mm-hmm. and laid back. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like, you know, if I think about fashion or the few events I've been to yeah. have been a little on the interesting yeah, side. Yeah, and I think it's it's also mm-hmm. DC is a different market as well. I think people are a lot more mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna get some flag for it, but and I'll say it anyway. Like I said, I don't do fake very well. Yeah. People are a lot more tense because mm-hmm. the, the fashion scene is not as big yeah. and DC is still finding its feet and what and its identity so people are a lot more insecure I'd like to say so yeah. they always put on the show well it doesn't have to be that way like <laughs> it's a new city like let's find a true identity yeah. let's not try to be anything that we know like London or Paris because you're never, you're never going to be in New York or exactly. just find your true identity it's just going through I think I'd like to call mm-hmm. them um, growing pains. Yeah, exactly. Now, what are the what is the footprint of DC fashion? Like, what is what makes us this fashion? You would. Um, well, I think the creative scene is just getting stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. I think people are still finding their feet. It's not. It's, it actually surprises me, and I think the menswear is actually a lot stronger than women's wear. Mm-hmm. Now, I might not be objective because I have a big thing for menswear, but generally mm-hmm. speaking, like I just walk down the street and I just feel like. I mean, it depends where you go, mm-hmm. but there's a real. I think menswear is might might be the area where it's sort of 
it's sort of you get a bigger footprint than women. So, I mean, women are still very conservative, I think, in DC. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, again, there are exceptions, etc. But I just, mm. I just, it, it's also you know, it's easy for me to say. Like, I just think it's a, it's a new. It's it, it, DC is going through a lot mm. of change, uh-huh. and it's just people need to be a bit more forgiving with it. Like, just let's just give it a little bit of time and, and yeah. see what happens. But I think there's a really good, um, you know, the positive energy is coming through and creative agencies are coming through and, and creative the creative mm-hmm. bubble is getting bigger and bigger so I just think it's a matter of time before it sort of finds its true identity. Yeah and, and that's like going up piggybacking on that. Where did you shop in DC? Uh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I mean I I have staple brands mm-hmm. and they they open stores in, in George in DC so I just I go there but mm-hmm. otherwise I just genuinely still shop on online. Uh, I yeah. just, I just think that yeah. because of the my style and the the, the clothes I wear, I just I I, th- I just think it's easier, and I find the brands that I like on the internet. Yeah, they're I'm not all available person. in DC. I just think, again, I have this conversation with retailers all the time whenever I do calling for clothes or mm. whatever. I just think buyers wherever they are based mm. that if they're based in New York or Chicago, etc. But who are buying for this specific area? are a little bit uh, patronizing because mm-hmm. I don't think the DC customer is still like this stuffy person who wears a suit every day and blah, blah, blah. No, they'd like to, you know, they're becoming a lot more adventurous and I just don't think that what's available in store is reflective of what people want. Oh, it's definitely not because I can think of like like at the H&M here. It's completely different Exa- from the one in New York. Absolutely. It's very yeah. like, I just feel like the colors are very bland and yeah. I'm like, I don't want to wear black Absolutely, yeah. Like, when absolutely. I have on like, like you have on yellow today, which right. is like something I love to wear and yeah. it's like everyone's looking at me like why are you wearing I know right <laughs> yeah I remember when I first moved here people would tell me constantly like why are you dressed up and I'm just like I'm not dressed up <laughs> I'm just just because I'm not try- wearing tracksuit bottoms every day <laughs> it's just a different it's a different approach I think it'll just it's a cultural thing as well yeah and yeah. What, what brands are you like do you like, like what are a few brands that you're like so staples is definitely cost I absolutely love Cos. I do Zara um, occasionally. Mm-hmm. H&M, not so much, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big ASOS shopper. Love it. Um, and then I do a lot of um, the Outnet and Netaporte. Oh, yes. I like them, yeah. too. Very nice. <laughs> now, what would be some advice you would give to your 18-year-old self? Um, to get away from, to, um, not to get away from, to not approach any, you know, any, everything from a place Mm -hmm. of fear. I think when you're 18 years old, you're so insecure and the, Mm -hmm. you know, the world seems like a a, a big, scary place, which it is to be fair. Mm -hmm. But I think I realized that when I sort of, I started becoming really confident when I realized that my bosses or any celebrities or Mm -hmm. anyone important around me were human beings and they had mm-hmm. the, they went through the same sort of difficulties or insecurities or challenges in mm-hmm. life and realized also realized that when people were being horrible to me or to anyone else they mainly did it because they came from a place of fear or insecurities and then when you start when you start realizing that I mean, you know, we're all human beings and we yeah. can all, we can all interact at the same level and it completely changed the way I sort of dealt with people or I didn't I just did, I started not taking things so personal and I'll go to jobs or before I'd be like oh I, I you know I don't have it in my portfolio is not big enough for that and now I'm just I don't care we'll just go and have the chat and then if it works it what's the worst that can happen they'll yeah. say no big deal 
you know no just be a bit more confident and you know the the places and not everyone's horrible not everyone's got an agenda be a little bit open-minded I love that. 18's brilliant. I mean, it's, I wouldn't want to go back to 18 years old, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel exactly the same way. Yeah, I think it's all, you know, once you... It's, it all comes down, and I, I go... I think it's very important at the moment that we go back to... That we share more empathy towards human mm-hmm. being. Everything is so instant and quick at the moment, mm-hmm. which I think is it's the biggest ill of our society so let's just go back to interacting with people on the human level and have and you know i i use my phone a lot for work and for Mm -hmm. personal reasons but i also like to sort of catch up with my friends on the face-to-face base you know on the face-to-face have a face-to-face coffee with my friends on a weekly basis it's really important be able to touch people and you know what i mean exactly no definitely that interaction which it's funny that you bring me to my next point because i love 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 your instagram feed oh thank you so yes it's amazing (laughs) Everybody, everybody check it out. What's your handle? It's Freddy underscore the pop-up house. Yes, it is amazing. All the <laughs> pictures are like, that's why I'm like, I'm like, your pictures are just like Jay, you and Jay oh, have like the no, best pictures. No, I mean, we'll take, we, we did that. It's the first time that I actually um, spent this, this mm-hmm. length of time with Jay. Mm-hmm. And we'd go to a place and we'd take pictures of exactly the same thing. And, and I was just like, yeah, I like, I mean, sometimes I'm picking, my pictures come out okay, but clearly I'm not a photographer. <laughs> Well, you play one on Instagram, yeah, so we'll I take did. that. One. We'll take that. But um, besides Instagram, what is like the one app? And I don't even know if you can live without Instagram, but what's the one app that you cannot live without? Like you use all the time. Uh, I use eBay quite a lot because I'm always looking for interesting props, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't been able to find a place in DC where I can just you know, walk into a store and find loads of quirky little things. Mm-hmm. So eBay is one of my main, the main applications that I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of another another one. Have you tried Community Forklift? No. Oh, you should try them. They're like a vintage, um, like, you know, like um, furniture place. So we get like Ooh. a lot of little quirky little pieces for oh, our yeah. house from there. It's amazing. Oh my God, thank you. Yes, yeah, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll definitely try that. Yes, thank you so much. absolutely. Um, but yeah, okay. So eBay is the eBay is the first one, and then I'm always on on the tra- on, on a travel application because I'm obsessed with traveling. And if I can't do it, like I need to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see what's going on. Exactly. exactly. Where am I going to next? I'm I'm doing actually a fair amount of traveling this year, so I can't complain. Nice. Any any good for Where are the good places? Um, so I'm going to I'm going back to the Caribbean next week. Um, uh, in a couple of weeks. Nice. I'm going to the UK. Uh, Paris and Bordeaux in the summer. Oh my goodness. And I'm going to Morocco in October. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I, so I, I need you to pack so me in your <laughs> All great places. All yeah, places I, I love. Yes. I've never been to Bordeaux, but I'm like, oh, oh God, I list. can't wait. Have you been before? I've never been before, but my cousins moved there from Paris, so I'm going to check that out. Sweet. I love it. Okay, now we know you're traveling. What else is next? What else is next? I'm working. I'm actually working on the project uh, in, with a Switzerland hotel, mm-hmm. um, so that's exciting. I'm working on another project with the French embassy, which is mm-hmm. again another exact, exciting one. And then I've got up and coming shoots. Yeah. 
Very nice. Yes. So this is what we can expect from you next. Absolutely. Pop up house. <laughs> yes. Now this is a point of podcast like plug what how do people get to you all the good stuff email um, well my you can follow me on Instagram and just send me a message like I'm more I'm very open I'm always available to give like people advice or whatever mm-hmm. how I started my you know my career I'm so I'm very flexible and I always respond to emails or messages because I mean, I think that's what my mum raised me. So. <laughs> I yeah. But I always do. I know it can be quite frustrating when people don't. So I make a point of responding to every single message and email. Wonderful. I love it. I'm glad you answered <laughs> mine to do this. Now, cool. how I end every podcast is I used to do this post on my site called Etiquette Tuesday. Yes. And it's basically a tip that is like some sort of etiquette tip that needs to be out there. Somebody needs to hear it. Um, but it's not the traditional stuff. What's your etiquette tip? Be a nice human. Um, I I think again because of technology, people lose. I mean, there's no etiquette anymore. People think they can reach you at any hour of the day or say anything or get away with saying anything because they you don't have any face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. Just try. I think. And people don't forget also as you start your career that people will remember how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you also you never know who you're interacting with. Like people, you know, people who you think someone who you think was just like an assistant to begin with, blah blah blah, you might bump into ten years later and might be someone quite important and make a difference in your career. Just be a nice human. I think that's just the basis of it. That's great advice, and I think everybody needs to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Freddie, for, for coming me. on. Thank Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you. <laughs>